This episode of Toys on Tap is brought to you by Elite Sweets, the donut makers. Damn, they're good. You ever look in the mirror and just realize, man, I'm fat. I want to lose this fat. I did that back in September. I started a weight loss competition with my best friend. And we looked in the mirror and realized, man, this is the biggest we've ever been. And honestly, what it is, we ate too many donuts. That's all it was. Before we started the weight loss competition, did some Googling, trying to figure out where I wanted to go. And Elite Sweets was the brand. They came up. They've got three donuts that are so good. Chocolate, birthday cake, cinnamon, sugar. You do not want to miss them. They come shipped in a box that's refrigerated. Put them in the fridge. You can heat them up, grab them on the go. They're good cold, good hot. Oh, so good. I can tell you that I'm down 30 pounds. I'm excited about that. And it isn't without the help of Elite Sweets. You can find them on Instagram at elite.sweets. You can find them online at elitesweets.com. Also, if you go on and you purchase some of their donuts and you enter Abraham 15, that's A-B-R-A-H-A-M-1-5, you get 15% off your next order, which is dope. A-B-R-A-H-A-M-15, Abraham 15, boom, that's the code. So go on, buy the variety packs. You will not be sad for doing so. Those donuts are so damn good. I'm just so stoked. This is so amazing. So uh, I encountered you, uh, Slug Toys, you make the Ikea meatballs, and then I just see like all these things on your feed. And so I'm like, okay, this is, I got to get to this level at some point. So uh, how long have you been doing this? Um, I want to say like two years now, but but really like seriously, probably like one year. Um, I used to make, let me see if I got one of them. Oh, yeah. I used to do more, like, just, like, sculptures for people. Okay. Kind of like this kind of stuff. Oh, that thing is gnarly. This, like, clown, troll, doll-looking thing. Yeah. It was, like, kind of, like, for some reason, for, like, like, a year or two, I was just making, like, dinosaur fetuses and monster (laughs) fetuses. Like, weird stuff like that. Like, I had people who just wanted, like, alien, like, embryo things. Um, And so I was doing that for a while, and... And just kind of like saw like custom toys trickling into to just like the markets I was looking into. Yeah. And I started getting into it and tested it out. But I think I, within the last year, I moved away from doing like sculptures and, and paintings and stuff to just doing like the toys. It's a lot funner. And I feel like 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 on a commission based uh, kind of thing, like the clientele that order stuff is is more engaging, a lot less involved, a lot less picky kind of people. For sure. And it's just a, it's a weird type of community where they're like, we want the weird, we want the outlandish, which is cool. Yeah. And the community as a whole, I think has been like really welcoming. Um, Like I've dabbled in a bunch of other like hobbies and, and stuff. And I think like, like of the hobbies I've really gotten into, like the toy community has been like super fun. Like everyone's really chill yeah um, you encounter yeah. like of course there's like a couple bad people or bad apples whatever you want to call them <laughs> but there are so few and far in between yeah i mean like definitely compared to like other stuff i've like been into yeah like i was sure. like super helpful like and that i think really getting into it 
like because I didn't know how to do like any of it. Like I didn't understand like how, how are people making these cards and yeah and what materials are people using and just like reaching out to people. Uh, everyone was like super open and down to just like let me in on like you know how do you do it? Yeah. Um, so I mean that was great. Like that was. So are yeah. you like uh, merging? I mean we're gonna jump around a little bit. Uh-huh. You have a couple figures I really want to talk about. All right. But are you merging sculpting with uh, like casting and molding? Um, I don't do any casting or molding. Uh, no way. So it's like when people want like like something like like the Chatter Goblin toy. Yeah. Like if people want one of those, it's like from the ground up. So I gotta I tell them like it's a couple weeks out because I have to like do every little yeah you know thing. Um, some stuff's easier because it's like I know like what base bodies or base heads I could use and quickly just customize. Or if it's like just a repaint, like no yeah. big deal. But yeah, some stuff like it's like a total from the ground up sculpt, and it's it's hard just one at a time and then making them match or yeah. look similar. Like it's 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 real hard. Um, I've been meaning to, you know, get into like casting and, and molding and stuff just because I, to save me time and work. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I just haven't really made the space for it. I've got like a small work area and it's just like another kind of mess to add on to it. Um, yeah, honestly, if there was one thing I wish I didn't do, it's casting and molding because it takes <laughs> up the majority of my workbench. Yeah, like pictures I've seen of other people's desks, it's just like so much others you know things yeah and, and they like um, spill resin and it's everywhere yeah. it's just like yeah it, you can't have anything nice if you're casting in yeah. <laughs> um but i know it's like definitely down the line stuff like if i have to do like a custom head it would just save me so much time to have like 10 of them yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah. even if people don't want them like right then and there if someone down the line would want one i could just you know, put it all together and paint it, whatever. Yeah, which is uh, bad because then it becomes like having like an organizer and you're like, oh, I need this head, this body. Yeah. yeah. And I've been wanting to do that with just like generic bodies that I use um, regularly. Mm-hmm. Like some of the reaction figure, like Breaking Bad characters, like I just use yeah. the torsos a lot and it gets expensive buying, you know, used ones or beat up ones. So. But I just haven't, yeah, I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I just picked up a reaction figure the other day and I'm going to turn it into Ned Flanders, I think, because right. <laughs> it's, uh, um, uh, Walter, Walt Whitman or Walt White, whatever his name is, but yeah. it's like perfect Ned Flanders in person. I know just the one. I know just yeah. <laughs> and it just, it made it so perfect. And I was like, you know what? That's probably what I'm going to do next. Yeah. yeah. I think I try to like, like if I have something in mind, I try to like really kind of dial it in as close as I can without having to do a ton of sculpting. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is just so like when it's all done, it just looks consistent. Uh, Cause yeah. sometimes it's hard to like sand and smooth and sand and smooth, like the, the resin epoxy stuff and get it to look like clean. Yeah. Um, What's So are you like, do you find your background in sculpting? Is this just something you picked up? Are you an uh, artist by trade? Like what's going on here? just something I picked up um I used to like I feel like I've like dabbled into different stuff um I I didn't go to like art school or anything uh but I've always just like as a little kid like I love drawing and I don't draw as much as I used to and I don't paint as much as I used to but I used to do like mainly like just paintings Hmm. um I've got a couple back here if you want to see one oh absolutely I love that this is a podcast and I'm the only one that gets to see this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking about that because I was like, you know, trying to figure like, you know, 
if I go into my background, it's like easy to just like show something like a clown fetus rather than describe it and make it make sense. Yeah, I will describe better. it a little bit, but I'm stoked. <laughs> uh, let's see. Like a, oh rad oh like rad. that so i used to do like a lot of like mars you know, attack yeah um this was i think one of like the last ones i did probably yeah i got a few here's one more oh that's rad here's like the oh so you're uh, doing some dope alien stuff yeah love that um, so I want to say like, like my background, like I mainly did like that kind of stuff, just like 2D, like paintings, drawings for like a long time. Uh, and then I started um, like dabbling into sculpting yeah. and just slowly kind of learned what works, what didn't. Cause I mean, everyone has like their own way of doing it. Yeah. Um, and then just using different materials. I think that has been really like, like something I've had to tinker with with the toys because I used to use like Sculpey yeah, for my yeah. big sculptures, but it's like super brittle and you have to bake it and just plastics end up melting in your oven and getting weird. Yeah, um, I I try to stay away from Sculpey and, you know, I, I just heard about this thing, uh, Monster Clay or something. Uh -huh. And I, I think I'm going to move to that when I need to mold. I've seen really like cool stuff done with that like you could smooth it super easy and yeah but it's like if you get the hard one apparently you have to like blow dry it to get it like um, malleable because yeah 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 that's but, bad okay so yeah. you you're sculpting like you moved from painting what made you do the full jump from painting to sculpting and then uh, sculpting to figures so that that's two major jumps like three different art forms <laughs> i think sometimes i just get like an idea in my head that yeah. I just really, I want to see it out there. And I think with, with sculpting, I was making like dinosaur stuff. Cause I'm, I'm just always like dinosaurs. Yeah. Never grew out of that one. Um, but it started with that. And then just like knowing, like learning how to use like acrylic paints and make them work and blend and all that, just like quickly transfer to getting like the sculptures to, I guess visually work and then just getting better at sculpting like that took time yeah um Which, and mean, a lot of them, you're on it thanks yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it was a few years and a lot of learning like a lot of materials that just didn't work out or or figure out how do I make an armature that will stay put while I'm putting all this clay on it and won't crack when I'm baking it stuff like that yeah um but I think it was just uh I just wanted to see something 3D that I could hold and, you know, that was like tangible. Yeah. Um, so do, when you design the card backs then, mm -hmm. are you, is that part of the painting side and the artistic, artistic side that's like uh, matching? That, it's like, so like 3D design, like on a computer is like super new to me. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I didn't know any, anything about it until I started doing toys. So it's like I've been slowly learning just like, yeah. like how to make things, like how to even use like the tools. Like I'm not super tech savvy. So it's just like uh, I, I started like a really like low tech approach with it. Like most of them are still done on my phone. Oh, OK. Uh, yeah. Just using like whatever apps are available. Yeah. Which is uh, rad. It, it, you know, it's there. I think it's like I, I had to learn how to use them. And just doing that for like a year, I kind of streamlined how I just put everything together without having to figure the tools out anymore. Yeah. Are you um, using Photoshop now and all the, that? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and just like, if I need to cut something out, uh, sometimes like I just have to do it online, like yeah. just some like, I don't know, of, like available website that'll do it. Yes. Cause they all kind of cut stuff differently. And then I could fine tune it later, like on the Photoshop app. Yeah. For um, sure. I can't tell you how many times, so I love Photoshop, but uh, how many times my Google search is like, how do you do this in Photoshop? How do you do Yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel with that, I'm still like learning, like how to get like the cards to like look clean and, and look good. Um, and just like, you know, coming at it from like a kind of a low tech approach using like my finger, you know, it's yeah. like, uh, it's, it's slow, but I feel like I've, I've kind of dialed in like how I want them to look and yeah. And like the style yeah. I, I do them in. So when you, you're designing these figures, where are we pulling inspiration from? Like, is it pop culture? Is it your own? Is it whatever you see? Where's that coming from? I'd say with these, it's mainly like pop culture that I have found to be like inspiring or got in my head. And, you know, it's like stuff that like certain, uh, I guess, styles. Uh, I just really like get into like, or how do I say? Like, let's say like stuff from like Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. I've always been into Monsters. You know, uh, like I never got into really playing the game so much, but I got into like flipping through monster manuals. Yeah. You know, it's like, I just like love looking at the artwork and I think like that kind of stuff was inspiring. I like love horror movies, um, sci-fi, just stuff like that. And I think I just draw from that kind of stuff. Love that. Um, and so a lot of the toys I build are just things that it's like, I like that movie. Toys from it don't exist or a specific character. Uh, but I'd say mostly like just like like current like media or old stuff. Yeah. Yeah, which is dope. And you so we're I kind of like we're going on this tangent right here. You created <laughs> my favorite cereals. You only get them one time a year. <laughs> and you did it. So let's talk about those. Like where where are you pulling? Like you just made it and they're so good. They look just hey, like the boxes. Um that one. I think I had just like a Dracula toy. Okay. And I I have always like loved how like the monster, or like the serial monsters look. Like they're yeah. just great designs, great colors. They just like hit. They're like yep. super striking. And I started with the Count Chalk and I was like really happy with how that turned out. And uh, the guy who bought that I don't remember if he mentioned like if I built more that he'd be interested because I built that the the Chocula like a year before okay um, Boo Berry and, and Frank so I think I slowly just had more and more like like fodder parts yeah. and just eventually had enough to start putting the Frankenberry together and and by that point I learned a little more about like paint and material yeah um, and I think I, I'd also kind of uh, narrowed down like what style my figures end up looking like um like i kind of go for some that's like realistic but still has like every element that makes them like that yeah and just trying to make that work like 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 frank and mary has a bunch of like weird headgear and and you added it all i wanted it all in there like i didn't yeah. i didn't want to like change it so much that i didn't want to like like mush something in to make it work you know just kind of you have to go with it uh and just make it look the same style as the face the body um but with those, it's just like I've, I've always like loved the cereal brand. I think they're just like so cool. Like so the boxes yeah. are like just so cool. Like the new ones, the old ones. Um, but yeah, I, I started building the Frankenberry. Then Boo Berry, like I just felt like I had to do them. Absolutely. Like I had to have all three done. Um, 
And the booberry was tricky. Yeah. So let's talk about that. You're doing something that's interesting that I struggle with like constantly. <laughs> You're trying to make the ghost figure. So it has to look like a sheet. Yeah. So, and you don't do uh, casting and molding. So it's not full resin or anything. It, so this one I figured out when I was doing the Pac-Man set. I did mm -hmm. like a while back. Because I originally I tried sculpting on like a sheet ghost kind of look. Yeah. And it's just like the material, like I used um, the Aves epoxy mm -hmm. mainly. And it just wasn't working. It's like way too gooey. And it's like once it starts getting kind of more firm, it would like deform too much. Okay. Like I just couldn't get the wrinkles to look right or to look natural. They looked like super, I don't know, like like you could see too much tool marks, too much yeah. just like obvious work. Um and I tried using like fabric as the sheet, but that just also looked weird. Yeah, um, it looks kind of trashy almost if you just throw fabric in there. Yeah, it just it looks, it's hard to get it to look just good. Yeah. Um, but what I ended up going with, and I'm not sure really what led me to this. Mm -hmm. I was just like struggling there, you know, at my desk for a while. Um, I figured I needed something that was like a fabric, but would take in maybe like paint well to make it become kind of like plasticky with enough layers of acrylic paint. Okay. And it ended up being like a paper towel and I just poured. Love that. Uh, I poured like a matte clear coat on it, just yeah. drenched it and it like hugs the figure. So it's form fitting, like nice and tight, but it's super wrinkly. Yeah. Um, and the texture of it, it's like whatever printed patterns on the paper towel kind of gets lost once it gets all mushy and yeah. And that's what it ended up being. Um, so here's the question then. What's the figure underneath? Do you remember? Uh, Is it just some random figure? Some random got, figure. Yeah. yeah. So whoever yeah. has that piece needs to at some point lift like a, up the sheet. <laughs> you could, I think you could probably tell by the boots. Okay. Um, but I don't, re I don't remember. It, it might have just been pieces I glued together to just make a body. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, yeah, that one I don't know because that was the last of the original ghosts, ghosts I made. Okay. Um, I've actually been struggling with replicating that. Okay. Uh, I made four initial, and I don't know if it's that the paper towels I'm using now are different. Ooh, but, yeah. So, so it's like it might be, I think it's coming down to that, that it was like so many layers of paper work, and if you get thinner than that, it just like turns into mush. Yeah, so are you... I, I, I'm assuming you're still trying to make these then currently. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just, I would, I would uh, figure it out what I was doing different. Yeah. Um, but it's like, so I, I know how I did it. It's just, there's something I'm missing that worked really well with the original badge. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, they, and they look so good. I think what is so interesting to me about those three figures is you took something that was like, it's pop culture, but it's a pop culture we all see but never recognize. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, I, I in college, I ended up taking, it came on sale one time and I just got yeah. paid. And I was like, oh, for sure, I'm never running out of this. So I bought like 40 boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I saw those toys, I was like, yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've like caught chocolate, I think growing up was one of like the very rare ones in the mm. house. And then, like, as an adult, like, trying to find it off-seasons, I've, I've bought it off eBay. Like, 
Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) So what's crazy, this is a a total tangent Uh moment. I was listening to a cereal podcast Uh all about cereal. That's my favorite food. And the host of the cereal podcast was saying that there are other monster cereals, but we never see them. Like there's a werewolf one or whatever. Yeah. Fruit brute. Yeah, yeah, so uh, yummy mummy is one of. <laughs> I'm I'm am hoping I'm hoping that those are coming because you're gonna shock yeah. the world. Definitely down the line. Yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting uh, for those cereals to exist as well. I've never seen them in the wild. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah, never seen them in the wild. I've seen like the box art, mm-hmm. and I know I've seen like other old like characters, you know, from from like that. I guess series of cereal. Yeah. Um, but I've never seen them just in the store, so I don't know where people go. Um, yeah, I, you know, I've never even seen someone eat a bowl of like I've I'll do weird searches of like oh <laughs> fruit fruit someone eating and no one has ever even recorded. Yeah. yeah. Like so, I don't know if maybe it was like a discontinued like it was like from way back. And they the character still exists, but they discontinued like serial projection. So this is know. our petition starting on this podcast. <laughs> Bring we it back. Work. Yeah. <laughs> Make them available. I have no idea what they look like. Like the serial itself, like Oh yeah. I that's crazy like, too. I don't know that either. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, I can't even picture what the other serials look like though. Like I know what's in them. I just can't uh-huh. picture the shapes. Uh, but you do, we talked about it a little bit, you do something that's interesting and I think different than most toy artists. You take it and you give it a realism. Uh-huh. You take these cartoony figures. But when you look at Frankenberry, like he looks like, or she, whatever it is, yeah. looks like a human. Uh-huh. Like it has the humanoid look to it and it has like, almost like a human face and it just has the things coming out of it. Yeah. Which is incredible. Like what makes you want to do the human side instead of just replicating the cartoon? I guess that probably comes from when I was doing like the the sculptures of like aliens and stuff. Okay. Is that I wanted them to look like a living, breathing, like warm-blooded thing. Something that could have motion and life to it. Yeah. Um, with the paint jobs, like I'd always, you know, do a little touch up, like like some pink under the armpits or whatever, just to make it look like, some alive yeah um and i guess i still with the toys kind of like aim for that uh like with the the mario brother stuff i've been doing lately it's i really just wanted it to look like something that you could imagine moving yeah and just really existing in whatever world that it could exist in yeah so that's Uh, where we're headed next like i those and we've talked about it because i've already asked if those (laughs) are going up for sale so by the time this podcast goes out i'm hoping that they have sold and they did sell to me uh but uh they're rad like you are you're giving this realistic spin on things that like we all grew up with Uh and so and then you build these like little scenes out of them sometimes uh like uh so let's talk i guess we'll talk one at a time like let's talk bowser so he is a figure you've sculpted it looks like uh some of it the important parts yeah i I got lucky on a body that i was able to get away with a lot less sculpting than i thought i would have to do okay um and i think with with my i guess um like creative process a lot of it is as if i could find something where the amount of sculpting i will do just won't be obvious yeah like that's what i shoot for because i don't want it to look like something that you could tell you know there's like a lot of tooling done, a lot of, yeah. 
you know, I want I wanted to look like something where it's just it's one totally like cohesive piece of art. Um, and with the Bowser, I, I a long time ago I drew just like a a picture. I, I wanted to approach like I don't know Bowser is like a a realistic thing, like it's a yeah. big turtle like creature with horns, almost like a minotaur. Yeah, in my head, you know. Uh, I let Mario just as like what I assume is a Italian plumber. I don't yeah. know. Um, and with with that old drawing, like I based Bowser off of like a snapping turtle, um, just because they're like formidable looking. They're big, yeah. uh, and so recently I've just been you know doing toys and whatever, and I just I guess was going through old artwork and saw that picture, and I'd already done like um, like a Sonic toy, like pretty not too long ago, I guess. Okay, so it's still like in my head, you know, thinking about building more like video game, like retro game kind of characters. And I wanted to just do that Bowser. Um, but so I had to really think about like, you know, how do I make it work scale wise? I don't want him to be like gigantic. Yeah. Um, he's not that much bigger than Mario in the games. I mean, he's like big, but he's not like a 10 foot tall kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and just making it look, you know, like, again, like something that's not like cartoony, like, mm -hmm. like something that like could, look like it could just be moving around on its own weight and power and uh and i just scoured the internet for parts um yeah. until i found something that was like in my head like that's close close enough and then so from there I just, uh i just i looked at like probably every turtle toy like <laughs> on the internet, you know because yeah. i was trying to think like am i gonna have to be chopping arms off sculpting on arms like i really didn't want to sculpt like a shell if i didn't have to because that's yeah. just a ton a ton of like tiny details and stuff and you have to get both sides matching um but i just uh found like a turtle that was just big enough yeah and just the right shape and just the right amount of articulation because also i don't like fussing with busting joints on and off because then you lose like the motion and a lot of my toys yeah. like they're more like statues i guess or sculptures mm -hmm. than like a, a movable you know action figure um, but I wanted this guy to have motion to it, just to some degree. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just got, I found some that I thought would work. And when I finally got it, I had to do like some dremeling, some sculpting. Um, okay. But just enough sculpting where it looks, you, you know, unique. That I think if you saw the original toy, like you could definitely see like what I did and didn't do. <laughs> Uh, but also it was just like like uh the amount of sculpting and where I had to do work, it's it was easy to get it to look kind of seamless. Okay. Um and I think with, with all my figures, I try to like approach it like from that angle where I just don't want it to look like I did a ton of work. Yeah. I want it to look like it just came out of the factory like that. And then I remember uh seeing posts or things about uh like you were struggling with that necklace. Oh, the collar. Thing. Yeah. Which is, it looks like a choker from the 90s for yeah, sure. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your like fix? How was, what was that like? Because that's just an accessory, which is crazy. We interrupt this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Earth 2 Aliens have landed, Earthling. 
I want lowbrow art and bootleg toys. Toys, 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 toys. When you come to the right place, Earth to Kentucky is a shop for folks who love vintage sci-fi, lowbrow, and art bootleg toys. Toys, 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 toys. They're located over there at 836 Main Street, Covington, Kentucky. Toys, toys, toys. They carry original art, vintage action figures, designer bootleg toys and toys, 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 and t-shirts, designed exclusively for their store by some of their favorite artists. Thank you, Earthling. I enjoy Earth to Kentucky. I have all my favorite bootleg art toys. Toys. Hey, look at that over there! It's a spaceship! Yeah. I need to go now. Someone's filming me in my spaceship. Shop now. www.earthtokentucky.com. That's earth2kentucky.com. Or just land your spaceship when they're open. Yeah, and that I felt like to make it really instead of like like Bowser, like yeah. he needed all those spiky collars. Like that's every iteration of Bowser. You know, has spiky collars and Otherwise, it just kind of does look like a minotaur to me with yeah. a shell. Um, but so I I thought about sculpting on the bands, but they don't really fit super tight on the original character. I mean, they're round, you know, bands. Like they wouldn't be like form fitting to like its muscles. And I didn't want them to be. And it, it'd be hard to sculpt them out of like Aves and make them just work and not break when I like squeeze them on. Yeah. But I didn't try to sculpt them on. Uh, the finished figure. Cause also I didn't want to leave all this resin over all this stuff I just painted. Um, so I tried making it out of like different plastics, just cutting strips and trying to melt them and glue them. And what I thought would work was like plumber strap. And okay. cause it's like the right thickness and it, you know, it comes in a coil. So it was already kind of round and I was using like the stove to heat it up enough so I could like mush it together and get it yeah. into tight little like rings. But I found out that just like no glue sticks to it. Okay. Like I tried like like PVC glue. I tried ABS glue. I tried like all kinds of crazy glue, and it's just like I couldn't get it to work. And I started to make a mess and scuff up the figure, just hitting them on and off. And yeah, and the spikes I sculpted onto it were just popping off, you know. And uh, I ended up using strips of leather. Okay. Because I needed something that I could force like from like the front of its like hand all the way down to its like biceps that could stretch a little bit mm -hmm. and you know i could like work it around all the muscles but was soft enough to not beat the figure up and wouldn't break but most importantly that crazy glue would stick to yeah um and it was like perfect love that and it's already kind of textured so it looks like a hammered metal once it's you know painted up and i just got like lucky that it worked out because otherwise I, I don't know like i was i was really uh struggling with those yeah and it, it came out so good and then you moved on to uh well he wasn't your first one though was he was toad the first one uh the mario the or, mario no, the first, so in that series and the ones i've been doing i think bowser was the first and then i did mario second okay um but i had made a mario like a year ago in the okay. tanuki suit um but that was, I think that kind of inspired me to make the Sonic and the Sonic kind of inspired me to make like all these Mario figures. Yeah. So then you did, you found this amazing gorilla, like crazy yeah. action and did the whole paint job. It looks like, like did everything to it, right? Uh, basically, yeah. Painted it top to bottom. I had to dremel off a bunch of weird stuff because I struggled again, finding a gorilla that yep. worked. Um, there's like so many gorilla toys and they're all just huge. Like yeah. I think King Kong inspires everyone who's making a gorilla toy to make it like a foot tall. Yeah. Uh, so it's like finding something that again was not gigantic because I didn't want it to be like 
seven, eight inches high or tall compared to like Mario. Um, so that took a long time. Same thing as like, I probably looked at every gorilla toy out there and just none of them were like perfect. So I found one that was like close enough and I dremeled off what I needed to dremel off and sculpted a bunch of fur back on. And luckily, like the style that the original sculptor who did that toy, like did the fur and that's how I do fur for other stuff. So I was able to kind of like blend in whatever fur I put on mm. really well where you can't really see it. Yeah, I'm assuming, is it like the lines of like, it looks like yeah. fur? Okay. Yeah, like just when you just a pokey tool going against like the, like like layered pokes, I guess, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that girl was like, had a bunch of like horns and weird stuff on it. I had to cut off a whole bunch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you have to type in to find a gorilla with horns on it? Uh, monster gorilla. Oh, okay, love that. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll then, see the figure. It'll come. <laughs> yeah, you you uh, did the little necktie. Yeah, which and is incredible. Looks like it fits perfectly, right proportions, everything. Totally functional. I had to tie the little thing, and because oh, I actually had to tie it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I had to Google. I don't, I don't. It's been a long time since I had to like tie a tie, so I had to Google that. And, yeah. Uh, but that too is like I needed it to be adjustable because I didn't want it to get all stretched out when I like put it over its head. Yeah. Um, but it made just the most sense to just make like a tie. Yeah. And it just, so it just worked. Make yeah. the tie. And then I see uh, the barrel. Did you have to craft the barrel as well? No, I found that at Michael's. That oh, I think I wasn't going to do a Donkey Kong originally. I was at Michael's when I was buying the leather because I was uh-huh. just looking at like what could I use to make these like spiked collars. Uh, and I was, I was going through just aisle by aisle. I saw like that barrel and I was like, that's the perfect size for like a DK toy. So that came yep. home with me and I ended up doing Donkey Kong, I think before like Luigi and Toad or somewhere around the same time. Okay. Actually. And so, yeah. uh, Toad is Toad done fully. Yeah. Toad's done. Love that. So you're creating what it looks like you're creating as an entire world. Yeah. You're like recreating all of these arcade, like world creatures and characters, so what and then I sent you that picture of that turtle right yeah okay so I what's funny is I was walking through Michael's at one point and they had that turtle uh-huh. and I was like oh that would be so funny to like paint that as a Koopa or whatever yeah. his name is and then I saw one online and then I saw yours and was like <laughs> I'm hoping this is where we're headed <laughs> so that was yeah. a cool moment to like figure out that yeah that's where we're headed <laughs> yeah for sure I, I guess um after so I did the Bowser first, then the Mario. And I'm trying to think. I think I started doing the Toad and Kong actually probably about the same time. Okay. Uh, I think once I started getting just more figures done in my head, it's like now I want to see just every everyone done. Yeah. Um, every creature, every, like just everything in the games, and the old ones at least. Um, I, I don't really know at what point I'll end it because there's just so many creatures. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's where it's going. And I'm, I'm not really sure in the end, like how, you know, am I going to package them? I thought like maybe build like a big diorama that could house everybody. Oh. Um, that oh, would just have yeah, different yeah. parts of, of the mushroom kingdom where they would all fit, you know? Um, but I mean, I, I'm a, a long, long way from doing something like that. Like it's a pretty big project. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really familiar with building like landscapes, I guess. Mm. Um, so that'd be just its own kind of thing. Uh, and then I saw you're working on uh, the next one, the flying. Yeah. Trooper. So that's exciting. How is it? Yeah. Like, and like that, 
the character looks so insane without a paint <laughs> job and stuff. <laughs> so you're you're trying just to like it looks like you're those really look like fins from like a <laughs> turtle or some animal, but I'm assuming they're wings and you're like trying to get this thing molded together. So you this is start to finish. You decided to start showing these things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of the some of the toys I make, I don't show like the work in progress, but I think it's fun to sometimes just so people could see like what's inside of it you know like yeah. what was the base like the guts like how you know i guess yeah um, absolutely i love how small the luigi versus the koopa <laughs> i love how small the koopa is but it does so much damage in the games that's what yeah they get you you gotta watch out for turtles <laughs> so all right when we look at your figures rad figures um do we are you participating in shows? Are you in shops? What does that kind of look like? like um, e and all that stuff. I haven't participated in any shows yet. Um, okay, I've talked to a couple people about it, but I think for me, it's hard for me to commit to make like a enough toys to. Uh, how do I say? It? Like, like a lot of them, like you know, they want like a run of figures or something. Yeah. And I, I don't do runs of anything, like since I'm not doing the molding and casting. So to produce like a good number of figures, it's just hard for me to like make the time for it. Yeah. Um, I have a little bit of time during the week and and sometime on the weekend. So I try to just get as much as I can done. But I think that's been part of it is just like making really like the space in my like week or a couple of weeks to like get a bunch done and just have them all go at the same time. Yeah. So are but, you planning maybe future stuff? Yeah, I, I would uh, love to have some stuff in shows in the future. Because um, I'm sure, like, your figures immediately belong in DKE. All these, like, Mario figures coming out, that's where they fit, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, definitely down the line. I'd, like, love to love to be a part of that. Um, that's rad. I think it's, I think for me, it's, like, I'll, it's hard for me to hold back a bunch of stuff in preparation for it, because I'll get offers from people, and if someone wants something, you know, it's hard for me to turn it down, I guess. Yeah um is that how you mainly function do you um so where where are you at in how you function do you create figures and then sell them or do you do more customs uh i'd say it varies because sometimes i'll have like a handful of commissions in one go and i just won't have the time to do stuff that i want to just you know build and get out there yeah um but for the most part it's like if i just you know build something um i'll throw it up there and if someone likes it like it'll go and sometimes that, like, uh, I guess draws in commissions. Um, so I think if if there's, like, a pause in my posting, it's, like, I'm, I'm just working on stuff like that. And sometimes it's something I've already built. So it's – I don't necessarily post it, like, just because it's already – I've already posted one or two of them. And I think it's just maybe less interesting for people to look at. Mm. Uh, yeah. But I think it's, it's a little bit of both. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. This week at Generic Resin, T-Bone Boneless Steak, just $69.99 a pound. Also shop Silicone Fish. Delicious. Goes perfect with that salad. You'll enjoy it. Discounted this week only. Got a hankering for something? Head on over to our deli to get a sloshy sandwich. Two pieces of bread, some strange cheese, meat, and our secret sauce of slop. Sloshy sandwiches. Everybody loves them when they're in a rush. Also, see your grocer's counter. Yeah. And which is cool because you're doing that like there's something so cool about not doing runs because it makes your work so much 
more impressive because only a couple people have that now. <laughs> and so like to hear that you've made what four of the original booberries. I think it's up being probably like, like close to Oh yeah, of the original bodies, like four. Yeah, I've so made there's... two blueberries so far, but the others were like the Pac-Man ghosts. Okay, so there's only four of those out right yeah. now, which is crazy. And so I think it's such a, I think it's just a cool way to do figures. I think you're doing it in an incredible way, getting those figures yeah. out. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see the next things. So what's what's coming? What are you? What are some ideas that you got coming after this Mario thing? Uh. I forget who someone mentioned maybe doing a Ganondorf in the same style okay. and uh, a Link figure. Massive, because Ganondorf was yeah. giant in that show or uh, that yeah. game. And I like that, like the old one, he's just like a big old pig kind of mm. guy. And I'm, I'm probably th- like looking, looking down the road doing like that, because that sounds like it'd be a fun build. Yeah. And I could make it work size-wise, like size-wise with all the other like retro game figures mm. I've done. Um, and I like making monsters. It's fun. Uh, I'm thinking about doing like a Kirby toy. Oh, I saw your drawings. Yeah, the sketches creepy. are creepy. Real gross. It's. I was trying yeah. to think like, how do I make it look like not disgusting? You know? Yeah. Because it's just kind of like a mouth. Like Kirby's just reminds me of like um like a Pac-Man frog. Like I got this big old frog living in my garage. I mean, he's a pet. We have like all our our pets out there. Just yeah. Don't fit, but it's kind of like like that's like the inspiration. It's just a mouth and a stomach. Yeah, uh, but we'll see. Uh, I, I've got a couple figures that I'm not really sure yet how I'm going to make them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is like, I think it's like Big Boo or something from mm-hmm. Mario, like the giant ghost. Yeah, Because I want it to be real big, but I don't know how to make like a round kind of ghost with a giant mouth and make it look good. Yeah, you know, so that'll take a lot of like experimenting and, and, also and figuring out like a translucent kind of translucent like i was thinking I, I, if i could have it internally lit with just like a battery powered led like something like that you know it's just really make it look like ethereal mm. um rather than like a solid dense blob i guess yeah um but i've definitely got some more like like video game figures coming uh i've been meaning to do some stuff like um like like aliens from like something like like fire in the sky or uh close encounters of the third kind just like yeah. aliens that when i was little scared me um mm-hmm. but like had just great designs uh stuff like that um maybe some tom hanks figures i don't know. <laughs> love that <laughs> i love i love where you're at i can't wait for those <laughs> so we are approaching that 40 minute mark so i like to give the last like however long uh to plug your work uh, where we can find you, um, how people can get in touch if they want to figure, if they want to commission, if you have a store, all those things. So this is this is you, man. Uh, so I think the easiest way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. Um, just send me a message, and you know I'll just go down the line, try to keep everything straight because you get a lot of messages, you know, people asking for something, and uh, it's easy to lose track i guess of like who actually wanted something or who was just like inquiring for a price or whatever but just message me there and if if i don't get back to you immediately just go ahead and send me another one but i tried to get back to everyone pretty quick um you could find me on etsy at kingdom of spiders and you can also you know get a hold of me on that if you want to place an order um and i sell stuff mainly through there but also 
yeah, I could ship some to you and we could just go through PayPal, whatever. But that's like really where I try to keep my presence is Etsy and Instagram. Love it. Hey, thank you so much for talking about your rad figures, for giving me your time. Thanks for having me. on tap next episode it's great it's amazing you're gonna want to listen to it it's not right now though you're gonna have to wait till the next episode to listen to it oh when's that the next one cool toys on tap the next one's gonna be good too so stay tuned and and, and listen to that awesome